Welcome to the Outpatient Surgery Magazine podcast collection. Outpatient Surgery Magazine hosts conversations with experts from the outpatient surgery community on topics that impact your world today. We hope these conversations will help stakeholders from outpatient facilities, associations, and industry across the country focus on the future and generate ideas and solutions for safe surgery together. Welcome to Outpatient Surgery Magazine's podcast collection. I'm your host, B. Riemschneider Ebling, and I'm the Senior Director of the Outpatient Surgery Division of ARN. And I'm happy to be with you as we explore the changing world of the Ambulatory Surgery Center. This episode is sponsored by Stryker and features a wide-ranging conversation about the recently published article series in Outpatient Surgery Magazine that focused on the evolving ASC world with a look at the growth of spine and total joints in particular. We'll take a closer look at the solutions and strategies needed to provide ASC owners and leaders with the best environment, equipment, and workflow strategies to succeed. Our thanks go to Stryker for their support of this article series, published in February, March, and April, and available online at www.outpatientsurgery.net. Thank you also to Stryker for their sponsorship of this podcast to bring you the latest trends. Our podcast is entitled The Surge of Total Joints and Spine Surgeries in ASCs, and our special guest is Dr. Joseph Nessler from the St. Cloud Minnesota Surgical Center. Dr. Nessler's facility performs close to 1,000 orthopedic surgeries annually and recently renovated the surgery center with an 8,000-square-foot-plus addition and two new ORs. Our editors regularly interview leaders at facilities around the country to unearth just what these leaders are thinking, exactly how they are planning for their futures, and what they are doing about it today, all to keep up with the ever-evolving world of ASCs. Our monthly magazine publishes articles that report on the pulse of the industry and provide in-the-field advice from innovative members of the community who are leading the way. First, something about Stryker. Stryker is one of the world's leading medical technology companies that offers innovative products and services in orthopedics, medical and surgical devices, neurotechnology, and spine to help make healthcare better for both patients and healthcare professionals. To meet the unique needs of the growing total joints and orthopedic surgeries in the ASC, Stryker launched an ASC-focused business in 2020. With thousands of unique and clinically proven products spanning more than 20 procedural specialties, a wide range of flexible financial options, and teams who understand the ASC landscape, Stryker is committed to delivering tailored solutions and ongoing support for ASCs to achieve their mission and goals. So now, please enjoy this conversation with one of the experts we tapped to discuss the specific surgical procedures that are growing rapidly in the outpatient environment and what it takes to take on these new surgeries. What planning is required? How do you prepare your physical space, either new or renovated, to add new procedures to your facility? And what strategies and partnerships will help make these ventures a success? So welcome, Dr. Nessler. You've worked with Stryker to renovate your facility, and you're always keeping a close eye on the trends in total joints in particular to grow your business and provide the best possible patient care, along with your team of healthcare professionals. Let's just take a deeper dive into what you see happening 
Do you see total joints procedures increasing in case volumes in the next 12 months over the 15 to 20% increase you have already seen in your facility? Oh, hi, B, uh, and thanks for having me here today. Uh, what, what I'd like to point out here is that the growth really has been exponential, especially uh, coming out of the pandemic. The uh, trend was already there, uh, surgeons and patients looking for alternatives to the uh, uh, hospital uh, format for doing total joints. Uh, we have, over the years, had critical care pathways that have moved patients more and more to rapid recovery programs, even in the hospital setting. So it wasn't a big leap to start saying, most of these patients are going home uh, within a day or so. What can we do to expedite same-day discharges in an ASC setting and do it safely? Our, uh, our facility started back with the Total Joint Program in 2014, really accelerated with the introduction of robotics in 2015, and we went from two, 300 total joints a year to what you mentioned earlier, 1,000 orthopedic cases, but that was 1,000 just total joints last year at our center, not complete orthopedic cases, just total joints. And it looks like this year we're going to probably get an additional 15 to 20% increase over last year's increase because we're projecting out to uh, about 1,200 total joints being done in our ASC uh, this year. That's amazing, Dr. Nessler. So really, how, how can an ASC prepare for this volume increase? And in a way, I know you've done renovations, so what would a successful renovation look like to accommodate this volume? Yeah, and we started that when we first did this. Uh, Stryker didn't that have their ASC-focused uh, 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 division yet at that point. We are starting to look at this in 2014 and 2015. And we did simple things, just retrofitting some of ours, reconfiguring cabinet space and shelf space and trying to increase the footprint within the existing ORs. It became pretty clear as we went from 200 to 300 to 500 to 700 joints a year, and we're growing both joint and spine business, that we're going to need to reconfigure the ORs completely. And that's when we decided to actually do a major remodel in the center, which was going to focus on both the ORs and the backroom space, the sterile processing and storage areas in the uh, OR. That certainly makes a lot of sense. So diving right into uh, one of the spaces that's obviously the center of the ASC are the ORs themselves. And uh, you mentioned in the article that uh, larger ORs are important. So why are they so important? Well, as we get uh, more and more uh, uh, technology reliant, uh, sometimes some of these technologies can require more space. But in actuality, uh, the OR space, even in our older ORs with some minor reconfiguration when we uh, introduced robotics, actually was able to decrease the burden of instrumentation and allow us to even work in existing rooms. Uh, but as we start to get specialized tables, doing more spine, more joint cases, more complex arthroscopy cases, uh, the flow of patients and equipment in and out of the room really necessitates from a patient safety standpoint and uh, ease of use standpoint, a slightly larger footprint than, you know, typically was found in ASCs where we're doing smaller cases. Uh, so this was one of the focuses when we worked with Stryker once they did develop their ASC uh, uh, division in terms of what we were going to do to reconfigure some newer ORs that are going to be specifically for total joints and spine and more complex orthopedic sports cases. 
That makes perfect sense. So turning to a different area of the ASC, um, should an ASC consider expanding or in fact, even creating a sterile processing department? Yeah, and that's 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 a very important part of this. I've always said that it's one thing for an ASC to start to dabble in some of these cases and say, can we do one or two joints or three joints a day? And most ASCs, even with their existing infrastructure, they can do this and they can get by. It might even stretch them a little. But the reality is with the growth of cases there, we are now in our area in St. Cloud doing the majority of primary total joints in an ASC. So we're doing many more than we're doing at the hospital. So now we had to get to the point where where can we do not three or four or six or eight, where can we do eight, 10 or 12 total joints in a day and make it efficient? It sounds like you've been at this, as I said, for quite some time, 2014, and, and now you've partnered with Stryker. So now that you have renovated recently, how important uh, is it to select a partner for this process uh, and not go it alone? And what has been your experience? Yeah, ha- having a partner that's experienced uh, with the entire ASC process, very important. And then we found it even more important that it was someone that was going to be able to allow us to bring in multiple facets because we were doing this remodel primarily because of total joints and spine. But we were a multi-specialty ASC, so we have ENT, foot and ankle, a lot of other things involved as well. So Strike was able to bring the technology from all those specialties. They helped with the reconfiguration of the rooms, actually the installs, everything from lights to booms to cameras, everything in the OR. And then we, so they had the entire uh, gamut of uh, things we needed from patient check-in to intraoperative to sterile processing to discharge. That sounds great. And thinking like the patient, so keeping that patient in mind and their, um, their attitude, especially in total joint surgeries, What are the best ways to keep a patient safe and comfortable in an ASC setting that is different from a hospital? And for your colleagues out there, what do you see as challenges that should be addressed? Yeah. So from the patient perspective, they really like it. It, It's it's a much... uh, more homey experience. It's a, a quicker, more streamlined check-in experience. They don't have these large, you know, blocks and blocks and corridors, corridors to uh, uh, negotiate when they're trying to find where they're going. So it keeps them at ease at the beginning. But the main thing is the safety level. They want to know that they're getting at least the same level of care. Or in our instance, when we uh, introduced robotics sooner than the local hospital, we actually had technology that surpassed what the local hospitals uh, could provide. But the other thing is from the physician standpoint, I hear from a lot of my colleagues, you know, how do you pick who the patients are? How do you keep them safe? So at the beginning, you're probably going to have to have a little uh, narrower goalpost as to patient selection criteria and then gradually increase it as your uh, facility becomes more comfortable with those patients. Because right now I'm doing 85% of my primary joints in the ASC setting, and we're taking patients that are even ASC, ASA2 and ASA3 patients if they're appropriately selected. So that includes having to have your ASC now start to do some preoperative teaching on these total joint patients. So every one of our patients gets a one-on-one preoperative teaching with one of the uh, nurses from our facility. Uh, they all get preoperative prehab with our therapists to prepare them for the surgery. And then if there aren't 
any outliers or any questionable uh, candidates, they all get automatically reviewed by the anesthesiology group. So we try and make sure that we're getting the appropriate patient selection and that those patients are prepared appropriately so that we can have a, a safe experience for them. So now I'm going to put you on the spot, Dr. Lesser. Um, if you had to give only three tips to anyone deciding to expand their procedural offerings before they even get started, what would those be? You, you have been at this for a while, as I mentioned, so maybe you could share just three of the best lessons learned throughout this process. Number one is you first need to have rapid recovery and almost same-day discharge at your current hospital facility. Once you've been able to make sure your patients can leave quickly, then you know you can do it at an ASC. And then you need to prepare the ASC. The ASC needs to have the preoperative teaching in place. And then the third thing is the intraoperative experience. Uh, and what we did is we made sure we had technology available there initially, because those are things that on the sterile processing side and intraoperative side decreases some of the burden of instrumentation, which makes doing multiple cases in an ASC much more efficient. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Nestler. Thank you so much for sharing your story about your ASC journey. Um, I know your insights are going to certainly strike a chord with our listeners as they look to their own futures. It is an amazing journey that you've had. Outpatient Surgery Magazine would sincerely like to thank Stryker for their support of this podcast and the three-part article series, which again, you can find on outpatientsurgery.net in the issue archives for February, March, and April. We sincerely hope this conversation provided some much-needed inspiration and some food for thought as you all look forward. Thank you and stay safe. Thank you for listening to the Outpatient Surgery Magazine podcast collection. We invite you to listen to more episodes in our community section online at www.outpatientsurgery.net and visit the Outpatient Surgery website often for new and exciting content.